Line Podcast. going on welcome to the bottom line podcast presented by anchor.fm your home for sports and entertainment talk jimmy finizzi and the guy with a cheesy smile mr taco aka austin myers with you we hope you're doing well and there's a reason why he has a very cheesy smile if you're not watching on youtube you don't get it but today is going to be a very interesting episode because this is going to be more of austin's alley so he is going to do a majority of the talking as today we're going to be talking about racing again folks that's right we'll be talking about the rolex 24 at daytona going on this weekend on saturday january 29th and sunday january 30th so right before championship sunday in the nfl so that should be very very exciting stuff it's going to be a very busy weekend in sports and especially racing but before we get started as always make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're watching on youtube and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode and subscribe on all audio platforms, include Jimmy when searching for this podcast. Austin, I always ramble on, but this episode, the floor is yours, my friend. What have we where got do, to look forward to in this race? Where do I start? There's a lot of stuff coming into this one with not only the number 10 Wayne Taylor racing Conoco Minolta entry looking to win their sixth in a row, mm-hmm. but you have teams like Meyer Shank, who have decided to pretty much blow up their entire organization to put together this star-studded lineup they have. And then you have other teams like Chip Ganassi Racing, who have somewhere, I want to say it's seven IndyCar, seven or eight IndyCar titles under their belt. They went over and decided to make a two-car team this year. So that's a big deal there. And then you have people who usually run lower classes like Ben Keating. Ben Keating, he's a with the Mustang sampling entry this year, usually Ben Keating, he'll run the LMP2s and then the GTD Pro or the GTDs. So with him moving up to DPI and LMP2 this year, it's got fans a little interested. And this year's 24 seems to be a little different than it has been in the last few years. It could be because we could, we're seeing new rule changes come as soon as next year. So everybody's trying to get what they can get out of their cars as soon as possible. What, way, what, is there to, what is there to change? There, There's always something new with the rules package, with either aerodynamic-wise or mechanically-wise. It's just... Okay. okay. It all depends on how it feels. Okay. No, that makes sense. But, like I said, this year's big because Wayne Taylor Racing could come in here and make history with another win, and that's just how it is with them. You expect them to come in and be the best cars there are, and we saw it in qualifying where sure they weren't the greatest, right? But when, it came, but when it came down to it, they knew what they had to do and they did what they had to do. And the Mustang sample, the Mustang sampling entry tried to do what they had to do and make a very gutsy move on the final lap in the qualifying race, ultimately costing them the chance of the qualifying on the pole for the biggest event of the year. And I mean, those are things you'll see come down to the nitty gritty at the end of these races. And there's not much you can say about it. Some mm. drivers will fight for their lives to get these ro- this Rolex watch that you get at the end. And some will just play it safe until the last 
half hour and just go to town. Right. And I mean, there's not much you can do. And with each team having four drivers, you split your you split everybody up. Everybody gets a certain set time. It's usually, I want to say, four hours a piece. Okay. Somewhere around there. Some might even do a double stint, which double your time. And they're definitely hard. It's definitely hard on the body. Mm, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I can only imagine how hard it is just doing it for that four hours that you got to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, some depending on who gets the day shift and who gets night stints depends on if you're going to be sleeping during the day or sleeping during the night. And some drivers don't even sleep. Some just Ugh. run on coffee and all that good stuff. Oh, man. that's I can't imagine how easy that's going to be. And you got to put into effect the weather. Let's remember, we're in Daytona Beach, Florida. It rains. And it rains a lot. <laughs> I we forgot. It, yeah. We saw it two or three years ago. The end of the race got post the end of the race got canceled because it rained so hard oh wow oh my so, god i mean we've seen it before anything can happen you gotta oh, that's in, true as a matter of fact uh speaking of speaking of the weather you mentioned it i don't mean to cut you off but the forecast for daytona beach is actually looking uh quite sunny for the weekend in uh, oh, wow. the lower 50s so you're looking at a Pleasant weekend for the Rolex 24, so no rain in this forecast. Well, then again, it changes every day. It's Florida. It's very bipolar. Yeah, well, at, at the time of this recording, it's supposed to be bright and sunny, not a cloud in the sky, so we'll see. We'll see. But you, like I was saying, you have to put in effect, you got to put in your thought the amount of not just strategy that's going to come if we do get rain, but you have right. to put in the amount of strategy for your fuel cycle, your tire cycle, everything. And these teams with these cars, they have the event, they have the opportunity every so hour, every certain amount of hours where you can change your brakes. You can take the whole brake housing out and put a whole new housing in. And I mean, when it became when it first became a thing, everybody's like, we've never seen this. Motorsport just got different. And I mean, once again, it's technologically advanced now where it's you just pull one lever or something and it pops right off. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen it happen before brake failures, mechanical failures. A lot of these cars run on motherboards now, like a normal car would where 90% of it's electric now. So if you have one electric component go down, you're screwed. Yeah. Now would they be, would they be able to drive uh, hybrids in this race? Some of the cars are hybrids, I think. Okay, okay. I, I would have to look back into that because I forget, I'm forgetting if the DPIs are hybrids or not. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. This is one of the only times I get to talk about it is the Rolex 24 and then usually the 24 hours of Le Mans, which is also very big, and that's later on in the year. But yeah, those are two completely different beasts. And they're two different complete. They're two completely different series. It's it's gonna be. Uh, it's actually gonna be fun. I'm actually interested in this. So, I know you have the list of uh, racers who who qualified. Who are you? Who are you watching out for the most? Ones to watch this year, like I said, the number ten entry Wayne Taylor Racing Conical Minolta. 
Okay. The, fi- the five entry, which was which is the Mustang sampling entry, is they're quick, quicker than usual. So there's they're going to be ones to watch. Pretty much anybody in the DPI class is somebody to watch out for because the DPIs are almost the same, but have little di- difference here and there depending on who's who. And then when you when you get down to the LMP2 class, that's where you're going to look at the PR1 entry with Ben Keating in it, who is a fantastic driver. He's done multiple, he's won multiple times in the Rolex 24. And then you look at their teammates who start right next to them in their class. And that's the 11 team. That's going to be the 11 PR1 team with Jonathan Bomarino in it. Right. Bomarino. Bomarino is known for a lot in the <laughs> racing community. And the Rolex is one of them. In a good way or a bad way? In a good way. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. But I mean, then you got to look at some of the other drivers who are running in these classes. You've got in the LMP1 class, you've got uh, Ed Jones and Rene Rask. Ed Jones Ooh. is a. Ed Jones is a former IndyCar driver. He's okay. He does better in these supercars. Rene okay. Rask is a former British touring car champion. A Formula, he's a former Formula E driver. He's won multiple, he's won multiple championships with the Audi factory team over seas. He, he's got wow, a, okay. He's got a reasonable belt on him. <laughs> and then you have somebody like Nico Mueller, who also came from overseas. He's done Formula. I want to say he did Formula E. Oh, wow! Which is also, which is still pretty high of an expectation. And then you have, once again in the LMP2s, you have people like Patricio Award, Colton Herta, these IndyCar guys that we've talked about before, who are very good in whatever you put them in. Okay. And then you have. Devin Del Silvestra, or Del, I don't even want to say his name because, but he's in, he's coming up through the IndyCar ranks now this year. So this is really his true test before getting into the IndyCar. Sure, the LMP2s and the IndyCars handle differently, but it's still seat time. Right. Seat time is very important. And then once again, you've got Luca Giotto, F2 driver, fantastic driver. Louis Delatraz, once again, another F2 driver. LMP3, you have somebody like Gabby Chavez, who is known for his little stint in IndyCar. Philippe Nazir, who is not running the DPI class this year, which is really, really, really weird for him because he's run it the last few years. Interesting. I will call out Paul. I am going to call out Paul Holton because I've talked to the man a few times. He's a great guy. Nice. I look, there you I go. Look, I look forward to seeing him bring that uh, GTD. <laughs> his poor, his uh, McLaren 720S. I look forward to seeing that on track. Okay. I got you. Shouts to him if he's somehow watching or listening to this. You never know. <laughs> then you got other, then you got all your drivers in the GTD in GTD Pro, like Jack Hawksworth. Hawksworth's done a lot of in motorsports and he's done so he's done a, a lot that i really can't even name <laughs> kyle kyle kirkwood once again another driver coming up through 
the IndyCar ranks. That is the former Indy Lights champion. So okay. he's got stuff under his belt. Uh, the Corvette racing teams. So that's, that's going to be Antonio Garcia, Jordan Taylor, and Nick, and Nick Catford. Garcia and Taylor have been with this team for a while now. They were with this team when they were still running the Corvette C7, which is a gen older, which it's big. And the Corvettes seem to be really slow this year for some odd reason, mm-hmm. which is not normal because usually when you have the Chevys come out, they're usually very quick. Right. So I, I, I'm wondering if they didn't do a lot of building up to this year. I think they kind of kept everything the same as last year and going to build forward through the season. That that can be a bit dangerous, though. It really yes, it can be. And then the other Corvette entry that has Nick Nick Tandy in it. Nick Tandy, he's a he's also a very well known okay driver within the motorsports world. Stephen Wilson, Catherine Leg, she's very solid. Okay. Andy Lowley, that's a, that. Andy Lowley's an absolute goat. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Townsend Bell, that's an Townsend Bell IndyCar commentator. He's a good guy too. He's fun okay. to watch. Austin Sendrick, NASCAR driver. He's he knows his way around this track very well. Okay, fair enough. But you got a lot of guys that are definitely out there to. Marcus Air, yeah, I mean, I could, I like I said earlier, I could just shout out the whole Chip Ganassi team because that's Van, that's Vander Zander, Bourdais, Dixon, Polo. Those are all very well known guys in the motorsport circuit. Scott Dixon, a seven time IndyCar champion. Alex Polo just won the IndyCar championship this year. Sebastian Bourdais, he's big, he's a big name in the IndyCar world as well. Earl Bamber, also very big. Alex Lynn did Formula E. Marcus Erickson did for, did Formula One and then went over to IndyCar. And then Kevin, Kevin Magnuson, former F1 driver as well. So, I mean. I've heard of Magnuson before. He's a yeah. name that's that rings a bell. And then, I mean, everybody talks about this guy, and it's hard not to talk about him, especially when he's doing something like this again. Jimmy Johnson. Yes, yes. He's doing this is his second year doing the Rolex 24. Didn't like his outcome last year. Then went over to do IndyCar. Did all the road courses during the IndyCar season. Announces at the end of the IndyCar season that he'll be doing the full IndyCar schedule this year. And then announced Ooh. that he would be doing the Rolex 24 again. So there's a lot to look out for with him. Wow. Hmm. Good on him, though. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic for him. <laughs> and it's... It's a lot to take in. (laughs) Yeah, no. It sure sounds like a lot, but it all leads up to one big exciting event this weekend. All races will begin this Saturday, the 29th, and on Sunday, the 30th, both at 1.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're interested, go watch it. Starts at 1.40 Eastern, ends at 1.40 Eastern. Let's just put it that way. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) So with that being said, who do you think wins, Austin? Within each class, I've got the number 10 winning, so the Conoco Minolta entry for Wayne Taylor okay. Racing. He, he's got his son, he's got his son Ricky Taylor back. That's, that's Aww, a big, that's nice. That's a, I like that's that. That's a big thing for him. 
I know he wishes he could have both of his sons, Ricky and Jordan back and Jordan back, but Jordan's still with the Corvettes, sadly. Oh, but he, that's definitely a set of guys I'm going to look forward to. Okay. The, the PR one team, that's another there. I've looked at towards them for years. I've always been a fan of theirs. So mm. PR one's got my, got my count in that 51 Wayne's Motorsports entry. Fair enough. LMP3, I'm not even going to talk about because it's not worth my time. <laughs> Damn, okay. GTD Pro, I'm probably going to end up giving it to... I'm going to give it to the Mercedes number 15 team that's got Dirk Mjolnir and okay. Austin Sendrick in it because okay. that's... Maybe not because now that I look at it, Lexus has Hawksworth and Kirkwood. That's a good set of guys, so... I'm gonna give it to Hawksworth. I'm gonna give it to Hawksworth and or Hawksworth and Kirkwood, and then All in right, GT- that's fair. And then in GTD, I'm giving it to my man Paul Holton. It's just <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah, there you go. That's what I got for you. Well, that was some preview, my dude. It's awesome. It sounds like really, really fun. Again. This weekend, before Championship Sunday, 1.40 p.m. Eastern Time, it starts on the 29th, and it ends at 1.40 p.m. on Sunday the 30th. Be on the lookout for that. But let us know if you're interested in this race and who you have winning the whole thing. Let us know on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, at BottomLineWMCX, and don't forget to use hashtag BottomLine. Look, hey, this is why I let Austin do the talking. He is the racing guru on the show. He knows way more about this than I do. So whenever we talk about racing, I let him take the floor. So America, I'm teaching and, or, you. I, or I'm should teaching I say you the entire world, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm, te- I'm teaching you very slowly. We'll, <laughs> yes. We'll be there eventually. No, I'm, 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 I'm slowly learning. Hey, look, it's, it's not that I never found it interesting. I do. Is I never was able to like sit down and watch it like consistently. Like a couple races I've watched were the Daytona 500, Indianapolis 500. Obviously, I know those big races, but I never like watched the more like the Rolex 2024. I never watched that yet. So I'll be watching that this weekend now. Thanks, Austin. Especially with the snow coming. I got something to look forward to. You got something to look forward to. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah it's gonna be a very very exciting weekend in sports we got the rolex 24 nfl championship sunday which we'll preview in the next episode so just stay tuned for that it's gonna yeah, be awesome oh and by the way we have a big announcement to finally pay off next week stay yeah. freaking tuned we finally can say we, you have no idea. Austin months and I have been holding this months, in and for months, the longest and time, and we finally can share it. But no, not on top. But since you were talking about all the events we got going on, we've also got the Formula E race this weekend. This is their first race back. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. The cool. Formula E double header at here in a Deiria, Saudi Arabia. So that's gonna be a hey. <laughs> that starts at uh, nine p.m. East. That starts at nine a.m. Eastern, I believe. I believe so. Yes, on Saturday, I think. So that's gonna. And be also, something. at the time of this recording, uh, Henrik Lundqvist is getting his number retired tomorrow <laughs> for the New York Rangers, and uh, you know I'll be sitting at the couch sobbing my eyes out. So, <laughs> I, what time? Did you, what time is that game to start? Uh, it says right here actually that all pregame ceremonies will begin at six thirty 
game time, 8 p.m. against the Minnesota Wild. So it's going to start at 7 my time? Yes. Thank God I'll be home for it. <laughs> there you go. Because all I'm going to say is who's, who said we weren't going to live stream it? Mm, mm, mm. Little bit of a uh, little bit of something, something there. Maybe stay tuned for updates, maybe but we'll, we'll, see. we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see. But regardless, let us know who you have winning Rolex 24 and if you will be invested in it. Stay tuned for an NFL Championship Sunday preview episode next. For Mr. Taco, I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next episode. Peace and take care.